0: I know how many shiurim you've been uh, dealing with in the last couple of hours, I assume. Uh, so I'm trying to, you know, Kavana, is trying to keep it uh, shorter today, not to overburden you, overload you, but uh, to make up for it, I'm going to try to talk about a topic which I think is maybe a little extra exciting or interesting. And that is that uh, nowadays, after many years of raising awareness, there's a lot more awareness about the issue of children and abuse, whether it's from a stranger, a relative, a person with authority, and a lot more thought going on about so what does this mean for those who are the victims? What does it mean for those who are the perpetrators? So, and you know, we hope that all the awareness has actually uh, led to some kind of reduction in actual uh you know, incidents like these and, or helping people who need help at a sooner uh, moment. Okay. Now, of course, there are also halakhic issues involved. And part of the uh, raising awareness this area, has had to do with the halachas involved as well. I personally, uh, I could say that I remember that from my child until now, as a child, the general consensus was that halakh, there's nothing much you can do. And uh, by now, everyone pretty much the consensus is, is that it's and you have to uh, act accordingly. So uh, you know, even taking very uh, major steps. So that's uh, something that's changed tremendously. So I'd like to discuss uh, interesting exchange of chuvas uh, on this topic that are, that appear in the koyvitz migdal er number three from yishikudel eruchan on Los Angeles, printed in Tavshin Mem. Now, Tav Shemem itself is pretty early, relatively speaking, but the shivis themselves, as we shall see, are from 1949. So, very interesting. So, page 94, we find the Shaila from Rav Agayin of Dave Yehuda the Rav of Basel, Hague, Toronto. The letter is dated Chesmar Cheshman, Tavshem Yud, the Hague. Now, I'm sure everyone here, knowing, you know, no one needs an introduction to the famous Shahat family, not to be confused with the Shuchat family, and uh, their uh, the mark and the impact the Shachats have left in Chabad, but uh, just to tell you a little bit of who their father was. Um, so, in short, the, the father did not have uh, come from a Chabad background. In fact, he was from Tel's, Telsha. Uh, he was related to one of the G'deli HaMusser, Reb Simcha Ziv, was known as the Altar of Kelm. Wow. And he was a Talmud taka in the famous yeshiva and tells. He was a Rav in, in Basel in Switzerland from 1930 to 1947, in The Hague in Holland from 1947, in the Netherlands from 1947 to 1952. And then afterwards, he was in Toronto, Rav in Toronto, till his passing in 1974. You now, for whatever reasons, he his family were in a Skyrov to Chabad. I don't have to list all his uh, important uh, descendants, many of them are in Chabad, some of them, some of them are not. Now, his son. Uh, Rav Ezra Shachar is Rosh Hashiva, of course, in Los Angeles, so when he printed this Kovitz, so he included this exchange of letters. Now, like I said, like I've been indicating, you could say this whole exchange is a bit ahead of its time. It feels, it feels that way. Because we know, B'chla, this discussion has different issues involved. LaMarsha well, is a famous, it's, it's famous now, the Chuman Tzemach it's a children, tzedek, uh, become a famous lady about the Rav, who did something inappropriate, he touched the child inappropriately, and he gave terech, and uh, Tzemach Tzedek the approach that takes is just talking about what are the grounds for firing a rub. How extreme does a rub have to behave before you actually have grounds to fire him? That's how that shuva goes. That's one discussion. Uh, we, were discuss- we were discussing uh, we Discussing the shuva, when you're discussing religions, kushiaris, we mentioned there's a shiva of the Re'im, the Mizrahi. Ask me afterwards. Uh, there's a of the Mizrahi who was asked about a shul. They caught a shamish doing something in the shul. And the shayla then was what do we do with the shul? That was the question. Um, But uh, Shachat, the father He discusses two very uh, Pertinent uh, points Number one, are there people That essentially this is who they are Sort of orientation that they have And there's nothing to talk about And we have to work with that assumption And number two, if you have someone like this Can we characterize them As a rediff So we'll start with this question Now uh, his son, Rebezah Shachar, has a lot of artists on the bottom. Anyone who's interested in these topics wants to delve into it, the Ion, is more than welcome to look it up. It's an Chachma. So, the Shaila is dated Ches The Hague. He says, I have the Shaila about an individual. The way he writes it is, It doesn't have a natural uh, orientation. He's done many Tievis with children. He's been arrested, and he always is right back at it. Uh, According to the doctors, there's no hope. And in this situation, he's a taqal al-rabim, he's a public menace, and uh, he himself is suffering. So they're saying, you know, when the internet comments, whenever someone gets caught, they say, ah, you know, be messiarism. So that's what they're talking about. The authorities were saying, let's do uh, castration. Um, And the guy himself agrees, and in fact, he's begging that you should do it because, you know, he's totally out of control. And the chief uh, doctor of the non-Jewish hospital asked, reached out to the rabbi with this question, to, you know, what does the Jewish law have to say about it? So obviously, we're talking about a person like this. We have to distinguish there are different levels in this problem. Obviously, you have people that are married and are more or less running a functional life. And maybe uh, if you're able to warn them and set their lives up in a way where they don't come in contact, then, you know, maybe they can actually uh, you know, live in control of it. Here we're clearly talking about someone who's a lot further far gone than that is, you know, socially clearly not a very uh, well person. So that's what we're talking about here. So the Rabbi uh, the raises three points. He says, number one, can we call this person? Can we characterize him as a sodas shamayim? That's the kind of children because he doesn't have a normal matiah, so he's not marriage material. So so you can to can equate him to a zakan A zakan also is not going to have children. And this guy, it's never going to happen. So, um, and this is a sugi and more Shabbos stuff, kufiut, Kufiralaf aleph. is according to um, In a case where the person's already a sardis b'de there's no isr sidus, sidus. So whatever you're doing to this person now afterwards, he's already a sardis b'de This is a shut of the seifer. I um, can't really. Uh, I don't know if you can get into the Charlotte was someone that had some kind of growth um, in the, that area, and they, it was and they they cut it out. And the question was, is he now a uh, Pitzuadaka This discussion, this is the kind of discussion you actually find a lot of in the generations uh, throughout the centuries, especially when medicine started modernizing a bit. It's one of the big topics. Yakov uh, Emden has a lot of, to say about it. It was a big topic. And the question being what the mitzis... Often, those, this was a question of the halacha versus mitzis, What uh, When is a person actually unable to have children, after which procedures? So, with some ciphers trying to establish that this person, because it was done for refuer, so he wants to establish that he's not doesn't have a din, uh, and he's mutter-lover bakal, he can be married or stay married. So, he quotes the smag that says that the whole soul is only when it was adam, So, he says, but if it's the Rafua, then the person's not at Suadak, he's Mutter Bakal. Aye, what about the Gemara about Massaris acher Massaris? So he says, either that's a different even if there is an issue of Massaris acher Assaris, maybe that's a different Israel. we not to, right now. We're talking about Suadaka, Mutalovakal. Maybe this is a separate issue talking about Massaris Ach Or he says it could be no this that this is Hospital, and then what you do afterwards is already not a problem. So if we could take this Varak some Sefer, even though Shokhanara doesn't say this, or if the Shabbat says, maybe we're gonna say, look, an old person, of course, literally, physically, is unable to have children. His body is, is such that it's impossible. Whereas here, the person's body is fully functioning, it's an attiya. Right? So it's a bit of a modern question to distinguish that the person has an attiya that makes him uh, unable to have children. That was uh, his first question, his first point. Second point is, can we consider this person a reidav? Of the guy has a reputation, he's consistent, and he's out not a balbechira, he, he says. And according to uh, expert doctors, he's not even really a kipikech, k- l'chol devarov. So maybe we can call him a reidav, achar which is one of the cases, Taka. So that's, uh, that's uh, another point he raises. And then, this is a third point, which is that. And if you consider it a relative you're allowed in the size of this. Frame my poster. Oh, here. Um, this, sorry? If you consider it a relative to allow it in the size um, if there's a rediff, mutter lat That's the, the basic din of a rediff. So that would be the din he's trying to invoke here. That's eched And And um, the third point he raises is, is that there's a concept in, in Gemara about drinking a kreis ikrin ikren And uh, it says the toysavis nat shabbos that says that really it's only a, a matter of persikration. You drink it, and then as a side effect, the person becomes uh, unable to have children. So he says, well, maybe you could say that here uh, it's a al Akum. Amir al Akum, Shani. He says, no, because uh, drinking is a little more indirect. Here, they're being diet not only that over there you're drinking for one reason and the the side effect is something else here the whole kavan is to be so what are you what are you gonna say is a over here you don't want to stop them from having children you just don't want you want to stop them from chasing the children but uh, but so can you really distinguish between those two things or it's so can you really call it a aver it's another it raise another point that uh, Maybe we make it from the fact that the, the doctors are going to do it themselves, let's just not intervene. That's another uh, Svara he raises. So, uh, so he received three tshuvas that we see here from daily Dairai. Two are short and one are long. I'll start with the short ones. First one is Rabzalagruv and Benges, and, and Then he went to Yerushalayim, he was one of the Hashvat and He passed away in Tavshinid Gimel. So um, it's a few days. Few weeks later that month, Cheshvin, he writes to Ben Gisi. Why is he Ben Gisi? Because Rzel Grubin's wife was also a Ziv, and her sister was the mother of the Shachat, so that's Ben Gisi. Um so we're gonna see three besides the different uh different uh, perspectives, we're gonna see three fundamental just views of the world in these three chubas. So Grubin responds and says, regarding your strange question. So I'm pretty sure that no one who's ever uh, been Isaac Batayda has ever uh, discussed this before, and it's not mentioned in Gemara. So uh, I don't see how we can just start discussing Suvadas and uh, Bimater and Isser, or even uh, Gromma in you know, allowed. And And uh, we have Shoenim that say even a Benayach uh, is Metzova Medin he says, "How you talking? You short. You can't just sit down and have a conversation with this guy. I sit down with him. Explain to him that he has to behave like an normal image. And, you know, marry him off. And, uh, you know, they'll help him settle down. And uh, he throws an overt. He says, and even if he marries a woman, which is uh, his way of saying, even if he's does like a darka, ain't it in his mind, Bzaleg Rubin says, "Okay, this guy likes uh, behaving like this, so he can do it with his wife." He boggles his mind that uh, the person wouldn't be equally happy to, you know, be with his wife. So Bzaleg Rubin just fully is not, uh, huh? Bzaleg Rubin Bengis, <laughs> Yiddish so that's that. So that's his reaction to that. Um, what about a rediff? He says, come on, we all know that a is only shah When he's literally chasing someone, then he's a But it says, what? if you already did the act, you can't shoot him, you can't kill him after he completed the act, then you take him to Beistan. So, uh, Mister it's also before the act. You can't do anything, you can't uh, preemptively. So that's his response to that. Okay, so, so that's your responsibility, Biangar. You're doing something to him. he's not a rate of now. Yeah. So he says, there's no suffocator, they can be to this. And uh, if they, they go and do it, so that's, so he's giving a little room for them to let them do whatever they want, but certainly not to give our agreement. And uh he says, Hashem which is a Alashan and Shuas and he adds, Vyatso Gama Selome Mishigoinas, Vishigainus. He's a little bewildered by this whole uh question. Um that's uh Rabzal Gorovin's reaction to that. The second response is from Rebellion Mayor Bloch. Of Telz. His father was a grace of Le Bloch, who was the famous Osheshiva eh, back in Telz, in Lita the author of Shirei Das, which uh, Ter Hagav quotes from Chsidus. And uh, that's where the Shachet had learned. And so the son, Rebelli Mayor Blach, was the one who came to America and founded the yeshiva of Tells Cleveland. So uh, he's presumably there already. came, I think, earlier in the decade. So he also responds from Rakhash from Shinyod. Yod. get your question. Interestingly, completely the opposite. Yafedan, Shedinay Kedin Hazaken. Great. Yeah, you want to say He's like a zakon, he's not royal eloheylid, perfect. If it's true that they're not royal eloheylid, which what, what exactly does that mean? But if it's true that they can't to be um and it doesn't matter where the khulsha is, you know, as long as it's not, not possible. That also makes a lot of sense. He's fully uh, on board, agreeable, no, not much resistance, not much uh, comment. The last point gets him a little more interested, that you want to say Miscaven, not Miscaven, that uh, the result is a uh, Sheinah Miscaven. He says, no, of course, the whole Kavana here, you're coming in for a procedure to be Mistharis. He can't say that's uh, a side effect. And he starts discussing Yonam know, like this. He mentions that Bishul diskin has a uh, shayla about, are you allowed to put yourself in a situation where you're going to end up having to be Michal Shabbos later? And Bishul diskin said that... Uh, you're allowed to, you allowed to go uh, on the road before Shabbos, even though ultimately to Chol Shabbos, because the Shabbos wasn't Chalayet. Um, so uh, you know, you said so Eliezer is commenting on this, and uh, but then is Raya for carrot because it says you're not to sell yourself to a guy who's then going to force you to do Dvarim on what's the difference right now? So Eliezer says, I don't see the comparison. Um, you know, Shabbos, you're not going to be mechal Shabbos. You're going to do whatever. The Chil Shabbos is, is something that happens later. When you sell yourself, it's more or less understood and implicit and agreed that you're volunt- volunteering, you're selling yourself to do the following list of Malachas, which include uh, Dvar HaMasurim, so he doesn't see a comparison. That's, that was his O'ara. Otherwise, he uh, seems to be fully uh, on board with uh, everything else that the Shachat said. Now we get to the third one. The third one, which is the longest one, is written by Isaac Herzog, the chief aboguer at Cicero. And you could say he's a bit in the middle between the the two responses. As far as I know, this shuva is not printed in any other collection of his shuvas. I haven't even seen that anyone who's discussed this sugya has been mitzayan to this whole exchange. Um, But... Hmm? No, that was to piece of Frank. Um, I'm a bro fan. so Sir Isaac Herzog he, he writes a bit later he's writing at the end of Kislev and he says I just got your letter from Tasmar Khashvin a few days ago I'm not sure why it was delayed he says let's sorry so this has like 11 ICS we're gonna make a you know quick shortcut uh, through them he says first of all let's sorry I don't uh, I'm, not a, I'm not a doctor you know I don't. all I know is a little bit I read here and there of course, he was a very widely read individual. We know he did a PhD on chalas so uh, definitely a more worldly and widely read individual. But you say uh, I'm not going to claim to be any, any expertise on the subject. Now you're saying tia tivis, so you're telling me that uh, he has no attraction to you know just to to this. So he's not loyal. I, I don't know if that could be even a sniff, Lahakel. Because the zaken, of course, is Anira aloha'lad batsim, as you yourself said, uh body is just it's not possible. Here the, the they are fine. It's a machla nafshis psychis. He has a, you know a psychic problem. Um psychiatric problem. Um but in fact for I'll If the mahlah has a for, if there's some kind of hope for someone like this, so then you can't say he's ani rail, there's a solution. And if there's no refu, uh, so he's even worse than a zakim. So if was like, the Gemara itself should have mentioned, it. the Gemara was trying to figure out what's the case, you're allowed to drink a creche liquor, and says, <laughs> the Gemara should have said this. He's a guy who has a man in a or a not in a fashion. And the doctors came and said that he has a mach, the the Gemara should have said this whole thing. It's in the Gemara, so... Uh, that's uh, that's his response. Now, interestingly, Razel Shapar comments in the bottom. Torachion, where does this assumption come from? Why is Raiszik Herzik assuming that um, one of the things he said was maybe the pi min That itself was grounds for acquittal. So he asks on Raiszik Herzik, where do you got this from? L'chere, you have uh, someone who is. Uh, Tells him, hey, someone who's very sick, he's infatuated with uh, Arias. The only uh, the only solution is that uh, you should give him what he wants, so we say he's not allowed to, and if he does, uh, so uh, he says, sounds like, and that, that's pretty messed up, the guy sounds pretty sick, so uh, yet we're treating him. But it's interesting. I did mention to some of you uh, this year that uh, some discussion came up. Well, how does Torah view uh, temporary insanity defense? And as uh, I mentioned, there's a uh, Maratz Chayes, P'sherei Chayes, and Sagoyes, and Gemaros, and this is the famous Gemara about Sanhedrin that said that all the Sanhedrin said the guy's Chayav. Why is he uh, freed? So Maratz Chayes says that in every case, there's always you know some far-fetched defense. So he So is right. This would be a defense that the guy was insane, temporarily insane. You know, he's calling them far-fetched, but uh, those are the defenses you hear. He says, and now we see today in France and Britain they uh, you get a public defender. You automatically get a public defender to defend you no matter how uh, heinous the crime you committed is. in other countries, in Eastern Europe, they didn't have a public defender, but it was sort of the judge's job. The judge had to uh, play, that was advocate, uh, was, of course, a state prosecutor, and the judge is the one pushing back a little bit. So says, that's what St. Hedgen's job is here. If no one in, in St. is able to muster a good defense, so it looks like uh, St. Hedgen isn't doing a good job here, so that's the reason... Why uh, it's no good. Of course, you don't want that to happen, and that all the everyone should find them high, but then the, all, they all get acquitted. So, you want someone who is a good lawyer, as an agent, who can put up a defense just for the he, he, says, he himself says, you know, it doesn't actually, we don't actually want these defenses to work, but uh, you know, someone at least to, to claim it, to plead it. So, he seems to be suggesting there is such a concept, even though he doesn't necessarily seem to be fully endorsing it. The Rebbe actually mentions this. And the, the Rebbe spoke about this Gemara, and it's a Likon Kutusichas. So the Rebbe actually mentions this Pshat, and the Rebbe probably didn't mention the Pratim, but that is a, the Sanhedrin is no good. And the Rebbe said, no, you can't say that. We need a Hezber where Sanhedrin come out sounding great. But stop. So why didn't the uh, Gemara say that? Oh, that's the case of Kaisikrin. That was the Gemara's question. It seems that it's Mutter. When is it Mutter? So why didn't it say this? So then he goes on to say that uh, so so that's he's not he's not accepting that right. Um, what about the raidif? So we, uh, he agrees with uh, Rav Bangas. He says that uh, you know say a rediff, but when um, yuchad, you're chasing a certain person, and that moment while he's chasing, well, like this, where did we ever hear of this being a raidif? That he's just uh, an ongoing threat. Amy can Gimel. here he agrees with the Bloch, that the idea of and he's not Mescaven, he's Mescaven, flu, I, come on, of course your Kavona here is to be Mesarsim. So, but in Oiz he comes up with a whole different approach. He says, it <laughs> says in the Gittin that if there's a master that has a Chatsi, a Chatsi, a Chatsi, a so because she can't settle down, and the Mela, people are treating her Hefker, so it's, uh, it's a problem for society that uh, someone's being martial people. So we force them to be meshacher. And to Isfah say that uh, she's actually the one that's uh, being meshadol, and the other people are almost like a nusim, who can, uh, who can stand in her way. She's so uh, determined. So uh, for that reason, we tell her he can do an avera to be meshacher uh, the shivcha. You can compare this to that here. The children are like the, the people that are craving anusim in these abedas. So maybe we should do an iser lav right now to save many from all these abedas. We don't usually say, but uh, over here, it's first of all, he's an honest himself. So maybe you're talking, you are. It is kadai to say, him, he himself, and also, it's then he goes, and he says, hey, he starts getting into a whole uh, detailed discussion about how, how does it work? What is nittchem We're not getting into all of that. But in the end, he mentions that there's a tshuva from the Goyen of Kovner, uh, 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 the inspector, and in B'er Yitzchak. So the shayla there was about a The uh There was a soldier, one of the Jewish soldiers, um, left behind the Minekes, and there was another soldier who was willing to take care of her, but only out tonight that he can marry her now. Otherwise, well, he's going to wait for 24 months to marry her. He's not taking care of her. And Zoy, she might go off the darach, was the whole uh, situation. And Rabbi Zakochanan Tachapaskind, that. So, uh, so the, the part of the Vart is, is that Rabbi uh, Zakochanan says that. Um, you can be over and Chil Shabbos Mishim Savik Mitzvah Der Abim. You want to be made on the Levanas so the Mechal Shabbos, even though it's a suffix, Um uh, He says, even if that's true, but that's a Mitzvah for Chal Yisrael, maybe saving a bunch of Yechidim from various here isn't quite the same thing. So it's not so simple. Then he starts asking, um, first of all, who are the victims here? You know, he said are the victims you or not misrall. Maybe that makes a difference here. Uh, if it's B'chlel, not a very Jewish society and the chance that it's we Yisrael, then maybe we can't compare it to the Gemara and That's another point he makes. Another point is uh, I know, which is also an issue we used to hear, uh, if it's only is it really an Aveda here? Is he really doing it? is he really doing anything to the children? Is really, really being nikshul in anything? So also, there be matzol, People from a well, Khat. What's the hatzolah over here? It's chlal hakira and Do children have a virus? We just don't punish them, or it's chlal na aveda. As a mitzvayin again to be and nachal yitzkhan chayshim mishpat to get into this uh, discussion there as well. Then it gets back to the previous point about chayshus l'miyot. Even if most mostly goyim here, but maybe down the road it can affect yidden. And it's a whole discussion of how do you measure the, the is like, the, the likelihood of the of the avera happening versus the severity of the avera versus the severity of what you're doing now to prevent the avera from happening. So it's a bit of a tricky calculus. But um, in this case, he says, I'm just going to try to finish off here. He says, in this case, um, we should say. Who's doing the Aver here? He's doing the. We're not doing an avera for him. He's doing the himself, maybe. Um, and he's an anus. And we see in Shochan Aruch, Shem Yitzrei Mizgabar Olav Nida Eshazish, So you can be Meizah Shechbazal Levatala. So that's a lesser avera in order to be saved from the harsher avera. So here he's not even doing anything, and who says B'chal? He's over. By Makif and Nikov, so there's a avera for the person to the person who's involved passively is also aver. But who says by a Sorez the person who's uh, involved who's, is aver? Is, is and you're going to say he's a messiah. He's not. When's he messiah? He's, he's unconscious. He's lying. Uh, Kevin Diamond. So um, you know. So that's uh, that point that he makes. One uh, additional point he makes is that, uh, what about mit- b- talking about Siro's fine? Let's say we got around that. What about Bittel mitzvah's period of um, That's a whole other question, and that's Deren He's Mamish being the mitzvah Deren Anyway, ultimately, his maskana was, um, we don't have uh, time. So uh, ultimately, his maskana was. that uh, the Jewish community, when it's asked, say they're not getting involved. And the person himself, who needs to sign on the agreement, so they should get some rep- representative, non-Jewish representative in the hospital to sign for him, and they should get a non-Jewish doctor to do it. But he agreed, Tachlis, to do this, that we shouldn't hear about this again, we shouldn't need these types of kulis. And if there's a better way to do it, more indirect, or that would be better, but it sounds like you don't have that option. That was Rav Isaac Herzog's Mascana. Of course, we only touch very briefly on all kinds of uh, deep Al-A'am discussions here, but just uh, to give you a sense of the discussion, uh, just one final interesting point. All the way in the beginning, uh, Rebbe Zohar has a long of five, in response to those who said, that's not a raidif, because uh, right now he's not chasing anyone. He said, what about all the alachas about a miser? We see it, we see that a miser... Right, so Taka and Gemara, Rambam, we don't find this concept of a, a person who's a serial problem. We only treat one case at a time. But later on, when we them, we see that they did treat uh, someone who was a master or something like that, or who was doing extremely illegal activities that could be a threat for the whole community. They did treat them as a as a Rehdev. So, and that is Taka, this Yusuf that he mentions here in Tafshin Mem, is Taka Yusuf that many Rabbanim have invoked today to say, yeah, there is such a concept of a if you don't have to stick to that concept from Gemara. Interestingly, he connects it also to uh, uh, current events, it's, it's current then, current now, he says, so he throws it in with bold print, bold type, to make a statement about that. Um, so this is the kind of topic that probably needs a part two, but as we, uh, as, as is customary here, we don't usually follow with a part two, so uh, we'll leave it Shabbos and good Obrigado. uma <música>